Welcome to our podcast, We Got the Nod. A new and bold internet radio show designed for those who are on a conscious path of awakening. We are here to uplift and inspire you, to share practical tools and techniques to assist you stepping into your highest expression as spirit having a human experience. We will get raw and real, sharing kundalini yoga, music, poetry, and mantra, and so much more. Let us open our hearts and minds to our true potential, making the impossible possible, the surreal real. Let's begin. Satnam. This is Hariram, coming to you from beautiful Sound Temple San Marcos, here at Lake Atitlan, Guatemala. Today I want to speak about the art of teaching, the art and science, and starting with a well-known saying about the student, which you've probably heard. It goes, when the student is ready, the master appears. Oops, did I say master? When I speak of teachers, I like to speak about self-mastery. And what makes a master teacher as opposed to say, a novice teacher. We all have to start somewhere, and we're all teachers. Speaking about this the other day with students here in our sound facilitator training, such a joy to lead these trainings, facilitator training for sound, healing, nod yoga. I thought about that classic saying that when the student is ready the master appears if we flip it there is also an important lesson here that is if we say when the teacher is ready the student appears his or her student appears notice how I said teacher (laughs) and It is so with masters as well. When the master is ready, the student appears. One way to interpret this saying, this reversal, is we can gauge our own evolution as a teacher, as a guide, a mentor, by the students or clients that come to us that are attracted to our teaching, to our practice. And we can see over time that our clientele will change and transform in certain ways, reflecting our own inner growth and self-mastery. And for me, one of the easiest 
clear, most clear, simple ways to describe a master of any practice, any trade, is humility. What does that mean? Hmm. Humility is self-forgiveness, which is total self-acceptance, self-love. And all the masters concur. They all beckoned and pleaded with us to do this. Yeah. Love thyself. Love thyself. Love yourself first. For it is true. It is written and it is true. One cannot love another person more to a greater depth than they love themselves. It's impossible. So by my definition, humility is profound self-love, self-acceptance, self-forgiveness, divine forgiveness. Yes, it can feel like grace, as if angels, ascended masters, someone like Yeshua, Jesus, Mary, Mother Mary, comes to us in a vision, perhaps a dream, to remind us. This is an important distinction, I feel. Not to give it to us, but to remind us that we are already forgiven. That God forgives unconditionally, absolutely, forevermore. Satnam Waheguru. And to remind then means to remember, to return to the flock, like the lamb, the innocent lamb, return to innocence, to love, unconditional love. So this, in my view, is what an aspiring master, a teacher, must aspire to, which is self-love. That open heart space, heart chakra spinning, that is the the attractive force that that draws everything we need to support this higher state of consciousness, if you will, this higher love, this divine grace. And this is what we at the School of Nod, what we attempt to offer to each and every student and client. We could call it heaven, maybe a taste of heaven, a tiny sample of heaven on earth. Humility again, stay humble in this. <laughs> Keep a sense of humor. Be playful. And then the student will appear and the teacher is ready coming from that place of pure humility, unconditional love, a student appears. And I want to share a quote from a master from the Buddhist tradition, Chogyam Trungpa Rinpoche, who, like many masters in, in this period of the 60s, 70s, early 70s, uh, was was led to move to the West from, uh, in his case, from India, 
Nepal to teach. Uh, he is largely responsible for the Naropa Institute in Boulder, Colorado, and other institutions. He said this about the teacher-student relationship. True initiation is born out of surrender. We open ourselves to the situation as it is, and then we make real communication with the teacher. I'll say it again. True initiation is born out of surrender. We open ourselves to the situation as it is, and then we make real communication with the teacher. And I like that he begins with the word initiation, true initiation, to emphasize the sincerity of this undertaking, of this exchange. It is true initiation. And again, we feel it's important to, to acknowledge this, that the role of a teacher and aspiring to become a master is a form of initiation. He or she is initiated as she moves along her path. A graduation, for example, is a type of initiation. Um, there are smaller, more subtle initiations and then of course we have larger more more splendid initiations that perhaps involve a whole group as opposed to solo or one on one with a teacher a guide so he begins by speaking to initiation yes the teacher slash master is initiating something, offering the opportunity for the student, their disciples, sannyasin, to initiate, to begin a new path or a new method or skill. Or remembering to develop something that is already latent, that, that is inherent in their own consciousness, some talent, some yearning that has not yet been realized, manifest. And Rinpoche, the Rinpoche says, true initiation is born out of surrender. There it is, in the first line. Humility. Surrender is an act of humility. Is bowing, literally bowing to the teacher, the master, dropping any and all judgments, good or bad. Because we know if, if we've been in this situation before, as a, a student, a, seek, a young seeker especially, we, we may put a teacher up on a pedestal, higher than they belong, right? With our, our excitement and our anticipation. And then, of course, inevitably, there is the fall from grace. 
And it may not be anything that they do that, you know, it's just that the, the student has put them in such a high place in regard that it's virtually impossible for them to, to match that, that projection. So first and foremost, surrender is about dropping all, any and all projections, expectations. It is about divine, profound trust. And this is why with all of our trainings, especially the facilitator training now, our first order of business, the first agenda, day one, is safety. Establishing a circle of trust and safety where everyone in the group feels completely safe, completely held by the group. And one way to state that, to declare it, is to say it this way, that whatever is shared within that sacred circle stays in the circle. And as a facilitator, I would add to this, the caveat is that I may speak of some situation if I feel it's relevant and useful from a previous training. However, I will not name any names if I do, I will be completely respectful of that vow that whatever is shared within the circle stays in the circle. The intimate details, the yearnings of the soul and the hurts, the betrayals, the suffering, all of this is respected the utmost reverence. True initiation is born out of surrender. He goes on to say, we open ourselves to the situation as it is. Yes. Important to emphasize this point as well. We open, again, being humble, being present, completely present in the heart, in the now, now here, so that we can see the experience, the situation, just as it is, without any judgment, any prejudgment, prejudice, nor expectation, simply to see awareness. And the catchphrase could be, look, what I've created. And of course, when, when there are others involved, we could all say together, look what we've created. <laughs> and to say it with a smile on our face, hopefully. <laughs> and most importantly, taking responsibility, owning responsibility for our own lives. Because only then is it possible to make real change. WGTN Guatemala
Here at the School of Nod, we are pleased to announce the opening of the Sound Temple in beautiful San Marcos La Laguna, Lake Atitlan, Guatemala. The Sound Temple is a unique geodesic dome and community space dedicated in devotion to the exploration of the universal sound current, Nod, sound healing, and sacred music. If you should decide to visit the majestic Lake Atitlan, we would love to meet you in person and cordially welcome you to attend one or more of our weekly sound baths, kirtan, meditations, tantra play shops, and more. And we are delighted to announce that we now offer sound facilitator trainings and certifications here at the Sound Temple. And soon we'll be offering the same training online for a growing global community of Nod yogis. To learn more, please go to www.schoolofnod.com or look for the School of Nod on social media and YouTube. You may also find the Sound Temple San Marcos on Facebook and Instagram at Sound Temple San Marcos. Now, back to the podcast. WGTN Guatemala Until we have taken full 100% responsibility for our lives, each and every aspect of our life, then it is impossible for us to make any truly profound transformation, our life will continue more or less the same until that point when we are fully ready and of humility to accept responsibility, even for those situations where we felt victimized, betrayed, to see and accept that on some level, in some way, we played a part in creating this situation for our own benefit and for the benefit of others involved. However joyous or miserable the situation. So, we open ourselves to the situation as it is, meaning no judgment. And then, we make real communication with the teacher. Only then, he's saying, do we make real communication with the teacher. His emphasis is on surrender and acceptance. Right? Accepting the situation as it is. Total acceptance, surrender. The initiation is born out of surrender. Meaning, we have brought ourselves forward to meet this teacher, this facilitator, this master, to be initiated. We bow to them for this service. And this is where the real communication begins, as Chogim Trungpa says. For it is only possible to receive transmission when the initiate is in this state of surrender, open heart, 
free of judgment, attachment, no expectations. And know this, a master will, will challenge the student in all kinds of ways. Especially, for example, if there is an expectation, the master senses that the initiate has some expectation or projection of what's about to happen, what could happen, then the master might respond in some unexpected way I mean, to, to challenge or to bust that uh, expectation, projection. It's not to punish the student. No. Simply to help them to see, to see their error. And hopefully to come back to that place of true humility, true initiation, born out of surrender. And again, I flipped that classic saying that the when the student is ready, the teacher appears. I flipped it for, especially for the, the fledgling teacher, those who are relatively new, starting out as teachers or facilitators. When the teacher is ready, the students will come. It may be frustrating at times. Sometimes nobody comes. <laughs> you do. You take all of this effort and energy to create a, a class, a weekly class, let's say, in a yoga studio. You set the time and everything's in place. The yoga studio's in full support. Perhaps they give you a key to the door and um, help with promotions. You arrive on time. You're prepared, well prepared. Dressed well. You have prepared for the, the class. Um, maybe feeling a little nervous if indeed you are a new, relatively new teacher, new at this profession. And you wait. And you wait some more because nobody is coming. Not one student shows up. So you're still waiting after the allotted start time. Kind of, you know, hoping against hope that somebody may arrive late. And it happens to all of us. part of the initiation. <laughs> Humility. Yeah, because maybe it happens again. Perhaps the next scheduled class or workshop is again a no-show. And then there's the added the added issue that uh, the yoga studio may be starting to think, well, maybe it's not working out. <laughs> Maybe we should uh, reconsider this offering. Perhaps having to find another location. These are the, the challenges, the types of challenges that arise. So trusting that the appropriate student will arrive, 
Again, when the teacher is ready, the student, the student appears. And try not to have any fixed expectation of how that might happen. Perhaps it's not in the yoga studio. Perhaps you meet that student on a bus and, and learning through conversation that they're looking for someone just like you. So the life of a teacher, a facilitator, and it doesn't really matter, the subject matter, for me. It's not about that. In my case, it's kundalini yoga, psychodrama, sound healing, these types of topics. However, I feel a true teacher slash master brings that same humility, that same transmission from the heart, regardless of the practice, the what that they're offering. It's more about the how, the transmission, and the possibility for real transformation. We open ourselves to the situation as it is, and then we make real communication with the teacher. The Rinpoche is suggesting here the teacher already knows the reality of the situation. So in a sense he is saying that the teacher is waiting for that student who can surrender and meet them at the same level, the same level of consciousness. <clears throat> Heart connection. Yes, the, ma the relationship between a master teacher and their student can be, in many ways, can feel like the most profound love affair. This is why we also teach ethics in our teacher training. <laughs> yes, to be a teacher trainer, in my view, is, is a very sacred responsibility. To be a trainer of teachers. Here at the School of Nod, we want to do everything in our power to equip and empower our graduates to be the very best in their field. And drawing on these same principles of humility, heart-centeredness, direct, clear communication. When two hearts meet, the, the transmission is real. And it's two ways that the student then can receive what the teacher has to offer, not intellectually, but in a felt way, in a real way. And they're able to respond and communicate back to the teacher in a way that's constructive and ultimately enlightening for both parties, for all parties.
It is then a joyous dance, a joyous dialogue between two or more or more souls. This this holiday season. I love to speak about heaven. Because I do feel heaven is here on earth. Heaven is a state of mind. And to share that, this is, in many ways, this is the ultimate initiation, isn't it? Mm -hmm. And we might have to be initiated many times. <laughs> and I'm happy to provide that service along with my beloved Satkirtan. We both feel so blessed to be providing this service now, here in right now in Guatemala, the Sound Temple, and also online, schoolofnod.com. We offer private counseling, mentoring, as well as, yes, the Sound Facilitator Training is now available online. It's a six-week program. The feedback so far has been tremendous, better than better than we imagined. It's phenomenal. So we have conquered the, the distance <laughs> issue. <laughs> um, of course, we love doing in-person trainings as well, and we have our next one here. These are three-week trainings. The next one is scheduled for January, next month, just a month away, and another one in March of 2023. It is an honor and a blessing to serve in this way can't even begin to report all of the incredible feedback, inspira inspirational moments with our students, our teacher trainees. It just gets better and better. As I said, the students will, re will reflect your progress. As we're seeing already in the short time we've been doing the facilitator training here, you're drawing more and more conscious, humble, and committed students to our teacher training program. And we are forever grateful. Satnam, blessed be Waheguru. God bless. We thank you for tuning in. Please make sure to subscribe so as not to miss a single episode. We depend on you, our listeners, to build and expand our audience, to share the nod. So, if you like what you hear, please do not hesitate to share with your friends, family, and community. Satnam! Oh, I love all around. Oh, I love coming.